My name is Liam Tucker. I play a variety of instruments. I've been playing piano for seven years, guitar for five years. I've been playing percussion at my school for two, and I've kind of started playing the drum set just for fun recently. That's 12-year-old pianist and multi-instrumentalist Liam Tucker in the spotlight this month for KBOX Classical Next. Each month, we feature talented young musicians who are the future of classical music and fine arts. I'm Melissa Green. I sat down with Liam this week for his first radio interview. So a multi-instrumentalist, who inspired you to start making music? Was it a specific composer or band that got you into it? Uh, it was actually the Beatles because it was like the first band that I had listened to, not like on the children's station, huh. in, like in the car. Right. So like that was my first introduction to rock and, you know, I really liked it. Uh, Billy Joel was also like in there because he was also just a pianist and like... Piano man. Yeah. Those are great role models. Do you know George Martin, the producer of the Beatles? He was like considered the fifth Beatle. He was classically trained in England and played clarinet and piano. So he did all of the mixing and decided to bring in his professional friends who did string quartets and awesome. played the trumpet in the song Penny Lane. So those are all of his professional classical musicians. That's so cool. that's awesome. So do you have a favorite composer? Danny Elfman is one of my favorite artists. He mm. just has a very unique sound. He His songs are the songs I've been drumming to. Like that's oh. what I've been learning. Really? What yeah. song? Uh, oh. Dead Man's Party, my favorite. Dead Man's sure. Party? <laughs> yeah. Cool. So uh, do you use the um, electronic ones? Yeah. And it just takes out the drum track and you're the drummer? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, I just find a video on YouTube. I just look up Dead Man's Party drum list. It's like the first result. It's really good. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I went to one of his concerts recently. So like that's kind of how I got into him. Oh, how fun. I had no idea he wrote Dead Man's Party beforehand. But... Did you know he wrote the theme song to Simpsons? I did. Yeah, yeah. he put that at his concert. Awesome. Okay, so what's your favorite thing about making music? I think my favorite thing about making music would be just being able to create something that I can enjoy and like really be proud of just to have made something that makes me happy. A challenge with that would be actually coming up with what that thing's going to be. So tell us how the arrangement of Cantina Band by John Williams came about. It's hard to remember. I was just kind of playing it on my piano one day, and uh, I had heard it in like the background of a lot of YouTube videos I watched. People use it as a background sound, and I just started playing it on my piano. But I was like, oh, that's a song from Star Wars. So I looked it up, and I heard the full song, and I was like, this seems like I could play it. So I just listened to it over and over again and started like playing the parts on my piano, just kind of pieced it together. So let's talk about one of your favorite musical memories that you can share with our audience. I think a favorite musical memory for me was um, I had like this piano thing. It's called a pianica because it's like you blow into it and that's what makes the sound. It's like a keyboard. And I got to play that with my family up in Ireland. Oh, a wow. while back. They're all musicians. Oh, um, my gosh. One of the, one of the guys, Sonny, he's, uh, like, actually kind of famous in that part. Like, just everybody knows him, right? Like, he was really cool. I am a part of a lot of organizations. I am a part of the Arizona Study Program, just, you know, for my piano. Sure. Um, the Stage of Mind Performing Arts is where I do my plays, and I'm in my choirs. Yeah, and I'm in their show choir. Those are kind of my two. I'm also in my school's band. Cool. So uh, with the jazz band, you get to play percussion and piano? Uh, I'm actually uh, just the keyboardist this time. Oh, um, nice. I usually have multiple, but like uh, I'm in seventh grade right now. The past two years I've had it, I've been the only keyboardist. So was learning guitar easy since you already knew how to play piano and stack chords in your mind? Though I knew a lot about piano, it wasn't easy. Like just the, the form of holding guitar, like not it not being on my lap. So like I, I used to sit it on my lap. I'd like play with my thumb for a lot of the strings, which obviously is 
not right. It's a no, no. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk a little bit before we get into more theater stuff. I want to ask you where you attend school and about your favorite subject outside of music, if possible. So I go to Pueblo Middle School, and one of my my favorite subject there is probably ELA, just because of the teacher uh, Colby Sella. Okay. He's just really funny. He's a cool guy. Like I feel like I can actually kind of talk to him and relate to him more because he's one of the younger teachers there. He's really funny. Like I really enjoy being in his class. That's awesome. So we had this fundraiser. And we got, like, prizes for, like, sending emails to our family saying, hey there, donate to our school. Mm-hmm. And I had this little fidget spinner that, like, du- like kind of doubled as a suction cup. So it had suction cups on, like, every one of the little fidget thingies. Yeah. And I was rolling around on my desk, and he didn't like how it sounded, so he took it away. And he started throwing it at the whiteboard to try to get it to stick. And he couldn't get it. He took it from another kid, too. Uh, her name was Vivian. And he <laughs> took us both. He drew a circle on the whiteboard and said, if you can get it to stick from this distance in three tries, I'll give it back. So uh, on my third try, I got it to stick to the whiteboard, and I got to take it, and I waltzed <laughs> right out of there. It was great. It's a good feeling, right? Yeah. Especially that he kept his word on it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he actually gave it back. What about hobbies outside of music? Sports, dancing, books? I know you do YouTube and videos. I, I like playing video games with my friends a lot. We do all, like, party games on, like, this website called Jackbox. Um, so, like, we get in calls a lot and play a lot of party games together. I like going bike riding with my friends, uh, Connor and Ben. We uh, bike to this Italian ice shop called Jeremiah's Ice, which is really, really good. Favorite mm-hmm. flavor uh, being cookies and cream. Uh, I get a <laughs> small one there, and they just we love it. We love going there every day. Um, not every day, but like every t- every weekend, we try to like arrange a like a plan. I haven't tried that place. I'm gonna have to try. Oh, that. it's really good. So we bike ride there a lot. I like playing with my dog. She's a cute black pomeranian named Zelda. She's Aww. two already. Oh, she's growing up so fast. Um, <laughs> I have a virtual reality headset, which is what I make like my YouTube videos on. I was just so gonna like, ask you about <laughs> VR. Favorite game being Gorilla Tag. That's like the one I play the most. And you get to be a gorilla and play tag? Yeah. <laughs> you like <laughs> you walk with your hands. And we actually have like a combined YouTube channel that we should be posting on and just never really got around to it. So You're busy. We'll get there one day. Um, what kind of traditions do you and your family get to do either like annually, like once a year, or like around a specific holiday where you guys can like chill out, take a break, have fun together? So we go on summer trips every year, like during summer vacation in July, where it's very, very hot here and we don't <laughs> like that. So like we went to Washington DC one year and like mm. went to like places around there. We went to Colorado and we went to places like Telluride and um, oh. uh, Purgatory. Colorado is our like favorite place to go. Just Yeah, they just have good hills there. Like I've been there a lot. I'm nice. kind of familiar with the place. They have this really good um like breakfast place called the Waffle Cabin. Okay. And I got Nutella on my waffle and they made it and they got they took it out to me and it was so cold it like froze. So it oh was like God. a Nutella shell. It was really good. Mm. <laughs> so I actually didn't mind that. Every year on Christmas Eve, as another tradition, we go to my grandma's house and we come back later at night and we have Mexican food. Home. Um, They have nachos, and I just, they're all mine. I devour (laughs) them every year without fail. Happy to hear that. (laughs) No, they're really good. (laughs) What is your favorite cuisine? I I mean, I'm a very simple guy. I like my burgers and my pizzas, right? (laughs) Uh, Tell us a little bit about your recent theatrical debut as the lead in Madagascar. Could you touch on that for a moment? Um, So I did not expect to get my role. Like they gave me the role the same day that I auditioned. I got to meet a lot of new people doing that. And it was like my biggest role in a show by far. Can you do something in character? 
for in front of the microphone? Oh, boy. There was a part where, like, the zebra, uh, name is Marty, just wants to leave so bad. And I sing him a nice little song about how you don't have to go because you have me and I'm awesome. And he runs away. He lies to me. And I'm very offended. I took it personally. So mm-hmm. he runs away, and I wake up, and I'm like, oh, hey, Marty, you know, I was just thinking. So like, it was really cool. So they're like, these big boxes, and then there were, like, layers of steps that would come out, and we could use those almost as risers. So mm-hmm. I looked under there, and then I'd scream, Marty! <laughs> as loud as I possibly could. And then I just ran off stage. It was great. Like, Aw. And the audience laughed. Yeah. So what do you want to be when you grow up? Like an actor. Obviously, yeah. like, I've yeah. been in a lot of plays and stuff like that. Yeah. Obviously into music, like maybe a professional drummer or singer or musician. Like I'd see a lot of paths for myself, especially with me doing YouTube right now. Awesome. I could see you doing all of that. And it's so nice that in today's world, like that's a possibility. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, congrats on all your accomplishments. Yeah. It's so great to meet you and hear from you. Who would you like to thank on the air? Oh, boy, I'd like to thank my mom just for making sure I actually practice what I'm supposed to be doing. I'd like to thank my piano teacher, Miss Melody. She was my very first music teacher. She's what got me into just all of this. Wouldn't have happened without her. She taught me, like, everything I know, musical theory, and what a bass clef is. Oh, yeah. Fun one. My band teacher, Ollie DePlessis, for teaching me how to just be in a band with a lot of people and how to like work with them in like a musical setting. My uh, guitar teacher, Tracy, he actually got me into like, recording songs. From the ground up, we would like build covers. Like I did Island in the Sun by Weezer. Mm, um, cool. Of course, I have my vocal teacher, Sarah Berg. I would have never had the confidence to do this, to be on air on the radio and like right. talk about myself, and, like to perform on stage. Confidence is huge and when you have it and develop it I mean look at me now right yeah (laughs) that's 12 year old pianist Liam Tucker our classical next honoree for the month of September 2023 for KBOX classical next I'm Melissa Green